0: Log Talk Radio. Heavenly Father, we do give you thanks for the opportunity to meet with your saints as we study your word. And therefore, because your Holy Spirit is the author of the scriptures, we ask that your spirit will illuminate our minds so that we might behold wonderful things of the book of our law. We do ask this in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Welcome uh, to another episode of A Sound Heart Radio, and tonight I'm going to give a brief introduction to Paul's doctrine of justification, and it is a massive study found in his letter to the Romans. I'm going to begin, um, so I'm going to be reading from Romans chapter 3, verses 21 through 31. Romans chapter 3, verses 21 through 31, quote, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, that is, the Old Testament. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe For there is no difference, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Being justified freely by his grace, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation, that is, a mercy seat, through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. To declare, I say at this time, his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. was the boasting then, it is excluded by what law of works, nay, but by the law of faith, the law of, notice the language that Paul uses, notice his brevity, notice his cogent argument with regard Justification He is being led by the Spirit of God He is being born alone by the Spirit of God Paul has had An excellent philosophical And legal Education So this man is highly Astute and he has A very uh, Incredible mind And so I love the way He lays out his Argument, his explication is faultless verse 28 therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law is he the god of the jews only is he not also of the gentiles yes of the gentiles also or of the nations, or the ethnic. According to the Scripture, there are three groups. Jews, Gentiles, or the ethnic, and the Church of God. Only three groups. Jews, Gentiles, and Church. the Church of God, according to the Scriptures. Verse 30. Seeing it is one God, one God, one, uh, one in essence. And uh, here the word uh, one means Compound unity As when Jesus said I am my follower of one He uses a, a word that means A compound unity The same thing uh, We find the same thing uh, In Deuteronomy 6.4 Hero Israel The Lord our God The Lord is one Echa Seeing it is one God Which shall justify the circumcision by faith, that is the Jews, and the uncircumcision through faith. Do we then make void the law through faith? God forbid, yes. Or yea, we establish the law. So in chapter 3, verses 21 through 31, Paul uh, defines justification. He defines or he lays out what it means for us. So Paul is speaking about this righteousness, which God's holiness requires. And that is apart from the law. It is by grace. And this righteousness that is required of God is witnessed by the law and the prophets. That is The Old Testament scriptures from Genesis to Malachi, the grace of God is prefigured by symbol, by sacrifice, promise, and prophecy. This righteousness is not only apart from the law of Moses, it is made available to all, and it is needed by And so, Paul has presented for us a very compelling argument about justification. So, what does the term really mean, justification? So, to be justified, or justification, is God's act of declaring the sinner righteous, or in right standing before him. Now, This is not. This is not on the basis of anything that you or you that you and I could do. This is all. God can do this, or God can declare the sinner righteous upon the basis or uh, of the finished work of Christ upon the blood of Christ. So justification is God's act of declaring the sinner righteous. So that divine righteousness, God's own righteousness, is judicially reckoned to his account. And Paul notes, and we need to note, that this divine action is on the basis of grace. Notice uh, the terminology that Paul uses in verses 21 through 31. Notice Uh, the heavy doctrinal terminology that that he uses. Verse 21, righteousness. And in verse 22, he uses the term the righteousness of God. Verse 22, he also uses the term faith. In the Greek New Testament, the word faith is a noun of action. It is a noun of action. Uh, Pistis is a noun of action. And then he also talks about believe, believe. In the New Testament, the word believe does not mean a one-time belief or a, or an initial belief. It means that, and it also means to grow in that initial belief. And so we read this uh, in uh, the fourth gospel that is the gospel of john so the word believe is is very important up on all them that believe for there is no difference believe on the lord jesus christ and thou shalt be saved believe believe in christ believe what believe in his finished work first corinthians 15 that Jesus died at a point in time for you, that he was buried, heiress tense, at a point in time for you, and that he stood up out of the grave, perfect tense, and so ever to remain so. And so we see uh, the, the meaning of the gospel, the poignancy of the gospel. We see the hope that is in the gospel. It is God's good news. I, as a sinner, can be made right before him through the blood of his son. I can have a brand-new relationship with God because of the finished work of Jesus. Now, we live in this culture where everything is based on technique and technology that we don't see, but a technology that heavily impacts our lives. Some people call it the matrix from which we cannot escape. But there is one way of escape. I want you to listen very carefully. Jesus said in John's Gospel, if the Son sets you free, You are free indeed. Notice the language. Jesus said, if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. The devil has just, the game is rigged, and it is rigged against you, and it is rigged against me. Our only way of escape is Jesus. It is imperative that you believe this message, that you believe the words of Jesus. He is the only way of escape. And so, you and I would do well to pay careful attention to the scriptures because in the scriptures, We have the words of eternal life given to us through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Now behold, now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. So when you get a moment, you need to take some time to really think about what Jesus has done. You need to think about the salvation that God has provided for us out of this hellish matrix through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And you need to grow. Once you believe in him, you must grow up in that knowledge. Please read the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 36. The Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 36. Quote, if the Son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed, unquote. Believe those words. Believe the word of God. Believe the message of the gospel. Believe the good news that God has provided salvation. What? Out from sins? We no longer need to be under the tyranny of our, of our sins. We can be free. God will set you free through the precious blood of his son, Jesus Christ. You don't need to be under any tyranny. You can be free. You can have a relationship with God. That is eternal. That is eternal. You can have hope to stay. Just get on your knees right now and receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. Believe. Jesus, First Corinthians 15, believe the gospel. And you will be saved, that is, rescued out from sins, and you will be given a wonderful life with a wonderful destiny, a wonderful future. Good evening. My name is Josiah Rich, and God bless you.